Kobe didn't become Kobe without shooting a thousand jump shots, you know? So I just look at everything as just like practice, man, going to the studio, even just downloading samples, studying other people on YouTube, you know, just staying in the gym and just being consistent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the One More Time podcast. I'm your host, Playback Ben, here with my co-host. H3, a.k.a. According to TikTok, the white ice cube. <laughs> H3, who do we have in the hot seat today, my friend? Welcoming in on episode 79 of the One More Time podcast, legendary singer-songwriter, it's Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Oh, that's crazy. Have you ever gotten that? Never. Oh, man. There's, a first, there's a first time crazy. for everything. <laughs> I've never got that. That's crazy. Yeah. We have one of the hottest producers out right now. He's on a freaking rampage. We got Hollywood Cole in the motherfucking house. Cole. Yo, 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 yes, yo. Sir. What up? What up? What up? You what stupid, up? What up? Cole. Hey, man. Just out here, you know, trying to get to it. I like yeah. that tag, though. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're absolutely getting to it. I mean, for those that aren't familiar, he's brought you B.B. King Freestyle by Lil Wayne and Drake. He's brought you Isaiah Rashad's Headshots, Meek Mill, me, J.I.D., Sistanem, G. Herbo, One More Time alum, Suave, Snoop Dogg, Corday. I could go on for the whole episode, but I'll, I'll spare you. Go look up his credits. You're on fire right now. Thank you. Like For sure. Usually if I have a producer on, I might have to scroll a little bit to like see some recent placements or mm. whatever. I mean, it is just, it's, it's loaded, man. I mean, you, you are just like- Hit after hit, it seems. I mean, with all this momentum, mm -hmm. how do you capitalize right now? Um, like, what's the plan of attack, right? I mean, I think it's just staying in the gym, you know? Kobe didn't become Kobe without shooting a thousand jump shots, you know? So I just look at everything as just like practice, man. Going to the studio, um, even just downloading samples, uh, studying other people on YouTube, you know, just staying in the gym and just being consistent. Um, I think that's very important. So... And I'm and God, bro. I'm, I'm blessed, you know. Like I, have, I, I'm very blessed. So I have a lot of good people in my corner. But yeah, just consistency and 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 yeah, man. It's kind of like if something's working, you know, maybe don't change the formula, right? If it's yeah, not broken, like yeah, for sure. It's been working. Yep. Do you feel like surprised as to how things are going now, or did you always see this vision for yourself? Like you know, what I mean, um, is it shocking to you where you where you've gotten? No, nah, it was supposed to happen. That's yeah. how I feel. Um, I think this was supposed to happen for me. And like I said, I'm just uh, very thankful. And I'm, I'm in a very good position. I'm very blessed. Um, but it was supposed to happen, man. This was this was written, you know? I was supposed to be doing music, you know what I mean? So like I said, I'm thankful and I'm just trying to keep, keep rocking. It's crazy. I feel like he has this perfect blend of like humble, but yet like I'm born to do this shit <laughs> mentality, which I feel like in the artistry and the producer just creative scene, I feel like you do have to have that humility to mm. not come across as some, you know, arrogant prick, right? But mm -hmm. at the same time, you that gotta confidence. be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you mm -hmm. gotta. He, he mentioned Kobe, yeah. it's like, he didn't just say yeah, that man. because he doesn't feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta, I mean, I'm, I'm very laid back, very humble for sure, but it's just like, man, you gotta, you gotta pop your shit a little bit sometimes, you know, so. Absolutely. We're talking to Kobe of this producer shit. <laughs> Yeah. Not yet, not yet. We're getting there, though. We're getting there. We're getting I mean, there. just to know that that's the, mm -hmm. that's the goal. That's, that's, that's the what bar. we're working towards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So Rhythm Roulette yes. was filmed. I'll let you speak on this. Yeah, me and shout out Wara. Used to be Wara from the neighborhood. Shot a little episode of Rhythm, Rhythm Roulette here. Mm -hmm. Well, he, they shot it with him. I happened to be here. And Literally in this 
In this place, this right room here. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably like seven or eight years ago. I okay, say. that's dope. Um, yeah. And, and so your episode with with Mass Appeal Rhythm mm-hmm. Roulette mm-hmm. just dropped. For yep. those that aren't familiar, quick summary of like the format of the show. Yep. So basically, um, what they do is with producers, they'll take you to a record store. You'll be in L.A., New York, wherever you're at. Um, and basically, they blindfold you. And when they blindfold you, you just got to kind of randomly pick records, and you got to choose three records, and then you got to go back to the studio and try to cook up some heat. Without knowing what you're grabbing. Just a great format. So cool. Yeah. How did it feel going from assumedly watching mm-hmm. that, you know, series yeah. to having your episode? It was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was uh, definitely one of my goals and I definitely achieved that goal. And it was, um, it was just an experience, you know, like it was just a crazy experience to be like, man, like I remember watching like a cardiac rhythm roulette and like a cardo. Cardiacs is one of the best. Crazy. Um, cardo, uh, cardiac, um, Boy Wonder, just a lot of mm-hmm. cats, and then just like for them to want to reach out and want to work with me was crazy, you know. Had you so. already been sampling vinyl? Because for me and Wara, mm-hmm. it was like, oh shit, like Mass Appeal hit us up. Let's go find a record player yeah. and like learn how to. Yeah, nah, I'm a, I, I'm honestly, I'm a, I'm, I get it, honestly, man. I'm, I'm a soul hip hop cat, um, yeah, to the core. So like, I came up on like Dilla, like Dilla's one of my favorite producers. So yeah, definitely, I already have vinyl. So I was, I wasn't, um, wasn't a rookie to the vinyls at all. You were a natural. You were just born for yeah, that segment. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hit them up being like, yo, I'm a huge like fan of the format and this is a goal of mine, like you mentioned, or did it did it come inbound? Um, we had uh, tried to hit some people a while ago, but it kind of organically happened. Um, they kind of just like reached out after we hit them like a long time ago, but at that time it wasn't, you know, it wasn't time for that. And then just kind of circled back and I got blessed to do one. I mean, they saw the motion. They were like, oh, shit, that DM we left him on, on yeah. red like two years ago, whatever. Probably yeah, should rough. reply we to- We appreciate you reaching out two Hollywood years ago. Hollywood Cole, yeah. Yeah, it was dope. For dope. sure. So he casually had reason. I don't know if you even got to catch the episode yet, but he That's casually had reason pull up- My guy, Reason. For his episode. Shout casually. out TDE. Shout out TDE. Wow. Yeah. And, my guy. And Reason casually dropped the fact that you have like 60% of his upcoming That's album. That's my guy. That's my Whoa. guy. We got jams. We got jams. Do we have a release date for that album? Uh, nah, not yet. Can we get the exclusive? <laughs> get like a title, the name of it, maybe? <laughs> okay. It's not his project. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. We're always know, fishing yeah. for so, some yeah. shit. <laughs> so what do you love most about Reason? Because obviously you had a say mm-hmm. in him pulling mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Clearly you guys have a good relationship. What about Reason? Um, He's just a, he's a real rapper, you know? Like I said, I come from like the hip hop shit, like the tribe and, and, the, and the Dilla and... Um, just hip hop in general. So like reason he's a he's a he's a real rapper and uh coming from from LA, man, he's he's got he's got bars, you know? And he um he's next, bro, like out of that camp, man. They got Zay, they got Dochi, they got a lot of great, great artists, but Reason is Reason is definitely dope, man. He's definitely one of the ones, you know. So how'd y'all and we first just, link? And we just um we just have a good chemistry. So we uh we first linked, that was when this was around the time, I want to say, when I was going out to L.A. and I first met Zay, I want to say. And um, I went to this camp that they did a couple years ago. Um, and we had, like, a session one time. And then, like, man, from that session, we just kind of, like, we just kick it. Like, it would be more than just, like, being in the studio. we go to, like, hookah spots and kick it and, like, go get some drinks and food and stuff like that. So I'm real big on just, like, organic, like, relationships and, you know, just stuff like that because it makes for better music. You know, yeah, so. how slept on is the like 
let's actually get to know each other outside yeah. of the work environment, which is the studio for yeah. you guys. I feel I, like that's like still slept on so much. Nah, I think that's a, I think that's a key, man. Especially for me being um, keeping my home base in Atlanta, um, and pe people think I live in LA. So like for me, it's just like man, I try to nurture and curate those relationships, and because I don't I, I don't live in LA, so I can't just pull up on you like that, you know. So I just think it it goes for better music when I can just like, okay, Cole was a cool cat. Like we kicked it, we had some tequila, like. He Call of Duty, you know, like all that type of stuff, and we and we vibe. So, with me not being in LA, it just makes for like better, um, it's a better better relationship. I think sure. all the best artist producer, you know, combos are mm -hmm. all just super tight, right? Yeah, they're. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're always hanging out. Yeah. outside of the studio. And, you, and and I know you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to build a relationship with everybody, but certain people that are supposed to be in your life that will they'll be in your life, you know. So mm -hmm. it's all good. So for people that say sampling is easy. Mm -hmm. What's your, what's your rebuttal? Um, <laughs> sampling is not easy. It's definitely not easy. Uh, <laughs> it's sometimes this. This is what I'll say. I think with sampling, um, it takes a lot to really try to find a verse, a hook, a bridge, and things like that. And I mean, like I was, we were talking about earlier. Sometimes you can basically just loop a sample. You know, you can kind of do that. Um, sometimes you don't need to loop a sample. Sometimes you need to flip it and chop it and reverse it and stuff like that. But sampling is not, it's not easy, man. It takes a, it takes a certain kind of ear to be creative and um, make it your, make it your sound. You know, like it takes a lot to find like a Led Zeppelin record and turn that into like a R&B yeah. record, you know, or like turn that into like a, a, a hip hop type beat. So um, to answer your question, no, it's not, it's definitely not, not easy at all. What's your experience, though, for you personally? Because mm -hmm. I think you mentioned you do cook up from scratch mm -hmm. from time to time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're a big sampler, but mm -hmm. what, what's your creative experience like between the two? Would you say? Um, I mean, now I've been I've been blessed to be able to get like a lot of uh, sample makers that are sending me like loops and stuff. So um, that's basically been, like samples, but the royalty free. Yeah, so that's that's been a blessing. But um, mm. I, I I've, I've been getting back into like making beats from scratch, like because I know how to play the keys a little bit. Like I know how to play some chords and stuff. So just trying to get better at chords. But um, yes, yeah, I've been trying to go fifty fifty, like fifty on actually sampling and using sample people that people that make samples, and then fifty percent trying to you know make some stuff from scratch. I like sure. that. I like mm -hmm. that because yeah. there's something to be said about you know owning 100 of a beat. But there's also something to be said about just not having any limits on your creativity. Yeah, but I agree with that. But collabor collaboration is 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 a great thing, you know. For sure. So I'm I'm not I'm not. How many producers to, is too many on a beat? I think like five and six. That's a lot of. That's a lot. Four of is okay. I kind of think three is like four, maybe. Um. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. Like every. It just depends. It just depends. It depends. But I think that I think that five produces is a lot. For sure. Five <laughs> produces is a lot. You yeah. know. So. How do you like to go about sampling? Like, are you a big, I'm going to the record store and splurging? Are you a, you already have something? Like, you know, I'm trying to walk through because I've yeah, never, mm -hmm. of course, sampled anything and uh -huh. then, you know, made a beat mm -hmm. out of it, right? So, like, mm -hmm. what is it, for those that have never done that either, yeah. walk them through kind of like, what, what is that process like? Yeah, I mean, you could eat, it's, I mean, we have access to a lot of different um, mediums. So, it's just like, you can go to the record store, you can go to Criminal Records and pick up some records. You could pick up a James Brown and a, uh, I don't know, Anita Baker record, but you could also just go on YouTube, you know? So yeah. it kind of just depends, man. I have, 
I have I've been I've been starting to collect vinyls. Canon, uh when I used to intern, I remember Canon told me, man, he was like, Man, you need to start getting into like, collecting vinyls. So ever since he told me that, this was like this was yeah, a couple years ago when I was interning. But um yeah, I started collecting vinyls and got a record. But you were player. interning just a couple of years ago, that's when that was? Yeah, so I I well I interned I started interning when I when I moved to Atlanta, I moved to Atlanta in twenty sixteen, the spring summer of twenty sixteen. I started interning that summer. Yeah. Bro, you're going crazy yeah. for yeah. like mm-hmm. being in the scene for yeah. nah, thank such you. a short period of time. Holy shit. I, yeah. I for some reason thought that it was a lot longer of like a span since you had moved here and not like even. It's, it's been like what, like what's that, like five years, five, six years? Now? Six years. Yeah. Six years. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's not that much. And I interned for like two, two of them. So okay. yeah. two and a half or something like that. Yeah. So do you have something in mind though mm-hmm. when you want a sample? Are you like, I need to find this it just type, depends, right? Yeah, it just depends. It depends on how I'm feeling. Like sometimes I might be like, man, I need to, I need to sample some shit, like for real. So it just, it kind of just depends on how I'm feeling that day. Or sometimes you hear something in the wild, and you're like, and you got to remember that for later. You hear something like, oh my god, I got to sample that. Later. Yeah, and you make like, a note in your phone. Shazam yeah. it, Shazam. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So does that happen depends. a lot where you're just like living um, your I, life and yeah, what, what, hear what, some shit? You know what it was? I was just in L.A. Um, this was I just got back from L.A. on Sunday, and uh, I was at this Lebanese restaurant, and they were playing some shit. Oh, Already, this is amazing. They were playing some shit. The music is so fire at like Lebanese, like hookah lounges shit. and shit. I was like, dog, what is this? So some different scales and shit. Got like, the Shazam out and I was like, this is crazy. I haven't, I haven't uh, downloaded the sample yet to mess with it, but yeah, that's the last thing I just Shazam was, I was in LA. That's this Lebanese fire. restaurant, yep. I wonder if that's in like a Phrygian scale. It's got to be in some kind of weird, Oh, yeah, probably. Like, yeah, you know? probably, yeah. You Le- fucking Le- music Le- yeah, 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 one of those weird scales. Yeah, probably. Everyone's like, what the fuck is Phrygian? Shout out to everyone that knows what a Phrygian scale is. So, like, you know, when you do decide mm-hmm. to use that Lebanese restaurant sample, right? Mm-hmm. You load it up. Mm-hmm. Then what happens, right? Like, because you said you could just loop it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you know how to build around that shit? I think it just comes from just making making beats. You know, like it just comes from just working and um, understanding like your kind of process and how you like see samples and stuff like that. You know, creative um, instinct. Yeah. Um, your spidey senses, your producer yeah. senses, you know. So it, it just kind of depends. It kind of depends on how you wanna how you wanna approach it, you know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. How much does sampling complicate your business? <laughs> it can complicate the business a lot. But um, I'm such I'm such just a fan of just the art. Um, I I try not to like even think about. Now nah, I'll say this. I'm just I'm such a fan of the art. I want to just like create the music, you know. But um, I remember Boy Wonder told me that too. He was like, "Man, like just create." But it, it gets tricky with the business. I'm not gonna lie. Like one time, I took a uh, I took a hit, you know. But how so? Can you share any um, details, or is it hush? It was well. It, it was a record that came out um, that I did. It was a it was a it was a record that I did with the artist, and um, we tried to get somebody to replay the sample. Um, oh, okay. I was doing yeah. that today. I was we tried, yeah, we, we tried to get somebody to replay the sample, but at the end of the day, man, it just didn't feel yep. the same, you know. So it's just like me and that artist were just like, man, you know, it's all good, man. We just, we just, it's not even L. We're just like, we just, we just want the people to hear the music, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wound up being, um, wound up being a jam that people, people really, of course, with. yeah, you know. So all right, I'm gonna need good. to know what song we're talking about. Off yeah, it's air, all good. But- yeah, yeah, all good, all good. 
Damn. And then, and then the original, the copyright owner came back and took ninety percent or something like that. Yes, it's, yeah, it, it gets crazy, <laughs> it's classic. Man, but you know, it's all good, man. You know. So, boy, Wanda said, "Don't do this shit, Cole," and you were just like, "Sorry, Wanda." No, he said no, no, to no, do no. it. He said, "He said, don't think about." Oh, like, he was yeah, saying, "Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. he was saying just create, as in like." Just make your own shit. Stop saying no, no, nah, he was make saying, what you feel. Because you like it's almost like you're stunning yourself, you limit yourself. Like you just like, okay, like you may come across that Lebanese sample and be like, man, I'm not even trying to can I curse it? Fuck yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm a curse, but yeah. It's just like man, everyone like, asks that. Even, we should probably just tell people ahead of time. I feel like I already cursed, but you did. Yeah, for okay, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny hearing them ask. Yeah. I like it. You know, I, you know, respect. Makes for good content. For sure, for sure. But yeah, he was um it's just like you don't wanna uh like if you, you kinda stun yourself if you just think about damn like that's not going to get cleared. You know, just create, just create the art, you know? So, Damn. Mm-hmm. So Wanda has been pretty instrumental in, mm-hmm. I'd say you getting records, like at least a few of your biggest, mm-hmm. I feel like also had Wanda involved. Mm-hmm. How did y'all connect? Yeah. yeah first connect. Um, we connected through social media. Um, shout out the internet right? yeah. one time. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, the internet, the world, the world wide, wide, wide web, yeah, the AOL, the AIM, the dial up, and all of that. Yeah, Shout out yeah. AIM. Shout out AIM. I was, Shout out. I was Cheese Monkey sixty six for a, Cheese a long Monkey long is long. crazy. I was Mister right? McTizzle you know twenty two. My my um, I didn't have AIM, but I had my AOL. Like my AOL account when I was a kid was it was it was called Cyber Gizmo six seven eight. Cyber Gizmo, <laughs> crazy. And then Sounds I transitioned. Like a kids movie villain. Then I trans. <laughs> then I transitioned to Nike Airboy. Nike Air. I was also you know. UNC Baller Ben 22 because I'm a big Baller Tar Heel ben, fan. Yeah. <laughs> so cringy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, we connected uh via the via the internet, via Instagram. Um how did he find you? So you assume that he found him. I mean, I assume Boy Wonder gets a lot of cold DMs For from sure. like other producers. I don't know. Did you just shoot your shot? So what happened? It's funny because I was talking to uh, my boy Kuma about this, but what 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 happened was me and Childish Major. Shout out my boy Childish. Yes, um, shout out Childish. We uh we created a song called Wife You, and we did that. I was like maybe two years ago, I want to say, um, but it came out in February that February of that year. I want to say it was like I'm drawing a blank, but I believe it was like 2020. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, right before the pandy, I, I believe yeah yeah. If I'm pandy. not mistaken, yep <laughs> yeah. So uh, we did that. We dropped that song, and um, a couple months later, he had like randomly like followed me, like just randomly. And um, that's such a nice random follow. Yeah, you're like, did he click something wrong when he did that? Randomly, yeah yeah yeah. But I know he was like he he was following childish, you know. So I was like, okay, maybe you follow me from childish, whatever. whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um. Fast forward a couple months and, uh, you know, when he followed me, I didn't like hit him up and be like, yo, I got beats for Drake. And you know what I'm saying? I just kind of <laughs> let it just be. I didn't want to like, you know, that's some that. self-control. I would totally do nah, that. I was, I didn't want to do that. So fast forward, my birthday, uh, is in April. So around April, um, I went live and basically prior to that, like my pops, he was on me. He was like, man, you need to like go live and just show, during the pandemic, he was like, man, just show people like your process of cooking up. Your pops is telling you this? Yes, sir. Your pops is a fucking baller. Shout out, the pops. One. Yeah. Shout out the yeah. social media yeah. out manager. Pops. He gets it. That's my guy. Dad. Yeah. That's my guy. My my pop. My I come from a from a super uh, creative and just I come from good stock. I come from a super creative and and just a lit family. So. Yeah, um, I mean, that's just amazing advice. Yeah, Continue. Dad, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, was yeah. like, wait. Boomers actually pops. understand the value of social media? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Pops, Pops. Shout out to Pops. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, so 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 yeah, so basically he was on. He was like, man, you need to show your process, you know, throughout the pandemic. So I was doing that, and then fast forward to my birthday in April, I went live. I think this was like I don't know, like a day or two or a couple of days before my birthday, I went live, and Wonder had hopped in the live, you know. So I was just like, damn, like this is crazy, you know. And I'm cooking up. So after the live, um, he DM me, and he was just like, man, like fuck with your shit, and he was just like, yo, like. um, Send me some shit. And I was just like, damn, I'm just like, dog, this is Boy Wonder. Like, this is a legend, you know? Like, he's 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 one of the ones. Yes. Um, so it took me all day because I was just in my head thinking about like, damn, what should I send Boy Wonder? What should I send? You this want is- beats or loops or whatever? No, be- no he full beats. beats. Yeah. yeah. Like I was just like, he was like, send me some shit. Like, you know, I want I'm like, damn, it's Drake, you know, Drake's main producer, you yeah. know what I mean? So it was, I didn't know what to send. So I kind of was in my head all day and then I finally sent him some shit. But yeah, that's how we connected. We connected via social media. And then fast forward. Bro, was um, your hand like shaking when you clicked the send button? Nah, nah I wasn't shaking. <laughs> nah, 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 I wasn't shaking. It was a cucumber. I'm, I'm getting yeah, nervous nah. just like thinking about putting a pack nah. together for one. <laughs> nah, but it was, def- I was definitely like, I just over, I was overthinking because I did that live like early during the day. I didn't send that man beast till about like nine o'clock at night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, it took a full know. day of like yeah, to critical think. thinking around yeah, like sure. Am I sending one to? Yeah, man. That's but, something um, to be said though about making content that actually shows your process and how mm-hmm. valuable and being on live and mm-hmm. showing how you do things can be like a big thing yeah. for how people perceive for sure. you. Yeah, you know? yeah. It helps. Like I remember, man. I was doing like, I was I, like in my archives on my Instagram. Like I was making videos all the time of just like showing my process of sampling and just making beats from scratch. So that definitely, um, definitely helped with like my following too um, and stuff like that. But um, well, and just like. Everyone thinks maybe to get to Wanda, you have to have a Drake record or something. Mm-hmm. You had a Childish Major record, which mm-hmm. I fuck with Childish Heavy. He's mm-hmm. definitely got a solid, he's not Drake. Mm-hmm. So like working with people that are also just surrounded in like in those other circles, even mm-hmm. if they're not the, you know, like top dog in that group or something, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you could be noticed by someone like a Wanda. I mean, yeah. that that's huge. Networking yeah. laterally. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because Childish was way more of like, potentially a peer of yours, obviously, than mm. a Drake, for instance, mm-hmm. you know? And shout out my boy, uh, Quentin Miller, too, because him and Boy Wonder have a, um, they have a, a good relationship, too, you know? So it was kind of like a mix of childish and, like, uh, my boy QM, just from, like, QM sending them, sending Boy Wonder shit that me and, me and him were doing, you know? I feel like so. QM's, like, responsible for so many that's people having great opportunities. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. Real su- super solid dude, man. That's my guy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know Mac as well? Yeah, we just we just uh we were in LA. Me and my boy Will and Schoon, we threw a party in. Then boys showed up and we had a we had a great time yes. in LA. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest sample clearance budget? Can you share like how much the label had to pay to clear one of your samples? Is that like NDA? I don't know. Like, yeah, I can't do that. Damn. Uh, Five figures, six figures. Uh, I feel like ten grand is like a floor. Like it's. It gets expensive sometimes. Damn. All right. I was trying to get it out of you. That's fine. All right. So you mentioned Jay Dilla, Mm -hmm. your holy trinity of producers from what I saw. We got Dilla, Mm -hmm. you said in another interview or something, Mm -hmm. Yay and Mm -hmm. the Neptunes. Is that Mm -hmm. still accurate? Those are- are, uh, How we feeling about Yay right now? Uh, no yay slander, man, but that's, yeah. It's hey, just, I, I just yeah, said, no. how are you feeling about yay? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, You could have yeah. pumped him up. No, yay, yay, yay is, um, yay, Kanye is definitely a legend, you know? Yeah. You can't, you can't. You can't take that away yeah, from Yeah, you him. can't take away his music, man. You know, um, I think he's a, he's a, a different type of cat, different individual, you know? Um, but, um, I think he makes it like, in the recent, in the recent stuff, he's been making like a lot of, 
He'll say some good things and he'll say some, you know, some kind of, you know, some head scratches too. So, you know. A <laughs> couple of heads are scratches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, a very, so. he's very politically correct. Yeah, you know, so, so, but, but I was yeah. scratching my head at a few things recently yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he's, he's a legend. But, but so still those three kind of taking the top the, three, the, uh, top three spots right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, what about each of them? You know what I mean? Um, Made them make the the holy trinity for you. Yeah, I mean, I think to start with Dilla, I mean, Dilla's impact just on like hip hop culture. Um, you know, he's he was able to just influence jazz players. He was able to influence singers all just off of like the way he makes beats from it just he just his his beats has such a feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I still remember from, the first time I heard Dilla. Yeah, like and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, like what he, is this? Yeah, bro. And he was behind like the the, the greatest uh from D'Angelo to Erica Badu to Tribe Called Quest, you know. So it's just like and like people still talk about him. So Dilla's like one of the he's the godfather of So like of impact wise, that's yeah, it's just undeniable. And I mean just the way he chopped samples too, like his chop game was crazy. Yes. You know, like how sure. he stretched them and he was all on the on the MP, MP going crazy, you know. Yeah. So Dilla, um, that's why I really like like Dilla. Um How about Neptunes? Neptunes, I would say, just cause they just had like a they had a crazy futuristic sound, you know, like a lot of their drum sounds were like consistent and yeah, different than and, and, and the, what the thing is with them is just like none of their beats like sound the same at all you know they were very very uh very very different and i just i just remember like when i think of the neptunes i just remember being a kid and just remember like it's like muscle memory like i remember hearing like you don't have to call or like the jay-z record uh um i can't remember the name right now but um uh gushy stuff i can't think of the title but yeah but just like i just remember being a kid and just like just remembering the sounds, you know, like the certain sounds. And I was just like, damn, as a kid, I wasn't even thinking about making beats, but I just remember that shit really like stuck out to me. That had such like a, just a futuristic, like crazy sound, you know what I mean? So, so sound selection. Yeah, crazy. Um, and their ability to work with so many different types of artists, bro, I feel Brit- like. Britney Spears. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I feel like Ludacris that's, the, that's the vibe I get Mystical, from you, bro. To, to rock, even rock rock artists, you know? Like, then they had their whole band, Nerd, which is, come on, man. Right. Yeah. Well, come on, Shout what are we talking about? Yeah. What are we talking about? But I feel like that's that's the, like, biggest parallel I draw between your three. Hmm. I mean, Dilla, of course, on the sampling tip, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. the way you've been able to, like, I mean, you guys heard the fucking list I rattled off at the beginning. I mean, none <laughs> of those artists are that, sim- I mean, you know, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're very different artists. Yeah. And I feel like if it wasn't for the tag, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you have a sound. I mean, let me ask you this. Do you feel like you have a sound? I don't think so. Yeah, I I don't think so either Uh because like I said, the diversity and like just the ability to work with such different types of artists and Mm -hmm. help them bring out the best in their artistry, Mm -hmm. which is what I think the Neptunes did. Yeah, and and that's the thing, man. As a producer, I feel like you just have to be a mirror for the artists and just like really level them up. You know, like still give them them, but you got to level them up. You have to, I I have to give you the best canvas to, to, for you to paint on, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, that's very important. Like, Cause I know you probably gonna use watercolors and paintbrushes. So I need to give you a nice palette. I think it needs to, to be a little bit what they're used to. And then a little something fresh. I don't yeah. think you want to go I mean, too far yeah. either way. But still, like I said, it's, it's really just like leveling them up. Like, you know, not going too, too far, too, yes. too far left, you know? So is and, there ever like tension, but like good tension between you and the artist, like in the sense of pushing them, and maybe it makes him feel a little uncomfortable or I think, how does that work? Yeah, I think um, my boy that I work with, super, super close, Will Hill, I think me and him, we have uh, we spar. We have good tension. Um, and we, well, we trust each other. We have a chemistry. So um, 
I may tell him to like do this and like he may not do that, but then he's like, you know, I like he'll fuck with that shit. So um it's like it's evaluating each other's like creative opinions, right? Mm-hmm. It's just trust and chemistry. Yeah, it's yeah. just trust. At the yeah. end of the day, it's just trust. So Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. then yay. Okay, so yay. You know, um, what are we drawing from yay? I mean, yay is just I mean, he came with he kind of he he just came with the different kind of sped up samples than like Dilla because he he's a he's a child of Dilla you know. I feel like Dilla's were slower a lot of times, right? No, no, no. Dilla's were slower. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Kanye, like yeah. he came with the crazy sped up samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just was he was just everywhere, you know. Like he was everywhere. Yeah, like through the wire, Man. you know, comes to mind obviously with that classic, classic like sped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. I feel classic. like a lot of Ye's beats too were set up where like he's setting you up for like the hooks already like they like the, the way the samples were. Placed, mm-hmm. he I think had a bigger vision of the how the entire song was gonna be. Yeah, when that, he was making the beat. Yeah, I, more that, than anyone. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. That's right? how. Um, that's how Pharrell was. Pharrell is too, though. Yeah, Pharrell was like I watched a lot of interviews on Pharrell. Pharrell like always. He had the music video. He had the hook, the bridge, like you know. The so whole world is carrying legends. Yeah. <laughs> Do you operate that way? I've been getting into like songwriting more, um, like top lining, top lining yes. is like melodies and stuff, melodies and like flows and stuff. I'm really good with that because I make beats, so I know how like people should sound on them. Um, I get that honestly, but I'm trying to get better at my words, so I'm getting better at like songwriting and just mm-hmm. like tapping into that more. Do the producers at the highest level almost automatically? have a lot of influence on on top line stuff or not even i think it just depends it just depends on the okay. artist yeah, yeah i think it just i depends. didn't know if it was like almost table stakes that like if you're at the highest level you're basically writing you know hooks or top line yeah, as I well th- i think it's just case by case okay a lot of them have some of the best songwriters in the world right there in the studio with them to mm-hmm. do that so yep. it just kind of have depends. you found yourself building out like writers that you work with regularly so i just i just kind of um got into working with writers more um, how's that going it's cool. Writers, writers make the hits, you know. Yeah. Writers make the hits, so I've been trying to get into working with writers more. Um, Is so. there one recently that's already been out that you can speak on where that um, that happened or still kind of new? No, not yet. Okay, really. Uh, okay, yeah, we're no. All right, we're gonna be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. So, you mentioned Will Hill. Mm-hmm. So. Plug Will Hill. Who is Will Hill? Because I know he's very near and dear yep, to, that's to my you. Guy. Yeah, Will Hill is a, a super, super talented cat. Um, he's based in Atlanta. Um, we've dropped about three projects in the last year and a half, I want to say, almost two years. Um, is that executive production? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's me on all the beats. Um, and Will, he's, 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 he's dope, bro. Like, it's like... He's got roots in the West Coast. Like, I'm originally from the West Coast, born in Seattle. Um, the whole family, my pops and my mom, they're from the West Coast. Pops from the Bay. Mom from Seattle. But um, Will has roots in the West Coast. Um, so, and he's laid back, and we just kind of like, we had a chemistry like when we first met. And just to talk about like his music, it's like his sound is like, think like, uh, I'm never going to try to compare him, but like, think of just like smooth currencies, the, early big crits, the early whizzes, the Larry Junes, but think about that coming from Atlanta. And when you think about Atlanta, Atlanta is a very trap heavy area, you know? So it's just like, man, we're, we're coming with like a, a different sound, a West Coast sound, a laid back. It's like picnic music. Shout out mm. to Al Branch. Al Branch said he, he calls our music picnic music. You know, it's like, it's laid back. You know, you can, you can, you can kick it to it. So yeah, whatever Al says, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, um, the OG. Yeah, I went to uh, the Culture Lab, you know, where where BPG's mm-hmm. offices are, yep. and yep. 
Rory and Maul were doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, new Rory and Maul. Mm-hmm. And we did some like Q and a, and mm-hmm. he was hilarious, like interacting with, with uh, Rory and Maul. Cause they know each other from, you know, back in the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hitting with, like was, the hard questions and stuff. Or, or just, they were just <laughs> talking about epic, like Def Jam stories of like back sure, when Kanye yeah. was coming yeah. in and playing music mm-hmm. and shit, like basically like talking from real life perspective on the shit you saw in like the genius documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like fanboying out, just like hearing the conversations, yeah. you know, yeah. it was super dope. Shout um, so obviously Will Hill is like someone that you're trying to once break. again, mm-hmm. l- yeah, mm-hmm. level up. You're mm-hmm. trying to break an, mm-hmm. an artist, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas you've clearly gotten a lot of placements with major label artists, you know, people that already have like, let's say more established careers. Mm-hmm. What's more important to you? Would you say like breaking? A, yeah. Breaking the artist for sure. Breaking artists. It's it's dope, man. It's it's a blessing to be able to uh, work with these artists that are already known, but it's a, it's about like working with the cats that aren't known, you know? Cause it's just like, man, re- respectfully, like the Kendricks and all the big dogs, you know, like they're gonna eventually fade out. So it's just like, who are the next cats, you know? Yes. So it's just like, man, you gotta um you don't become a superstar producer and a and a huge producer until you are able to break an artist, you know? So yeah. it's in the midst of me getting placements and I'm thankful for that, it's just like, man, we got I gotta Got to break people too, you know. So, what is the what is the relationship like with mm-hmm. a will versus you know how you're with other artists like in you the studio? You know I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you know. we spar. I mean, me <laughs> is and it will, that level level of comfort? Well, I mean, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a comfortability too. I mean, me and we both live in Atlanta, so like I see we see each other like a lot. We you know we we just went out to LA together um, as a, like a joint trip that we did together. So it's just like. That's like my brother, like just like I'm kicking with like my homie, this, my guy Deshaun and my boy Nas, like we all just kick it all the time, you know? So it's just like, that just goes, it's just chemistry, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. one more time alumni. Yeah, exactly. Know. One more time my alumni, guys, Deshaun. My guys, my yeah. guys. Did you know him from Seattle? Nah, so <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't, Deshaun grew, he was born in, in, he was born and raised in Seattle. I wasn't raised in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, I that's was, right. You moved yeah, around. Yeah, I was born there. My pops had us all over. He, um, my dad worked for Converse at the time. So um, after after I was born, I lived in Seattle until I was about like in kindergarten. And then we moved to Boston. And my pops was uh, working at Converse. Lived in Boston for a couple years, um, probably for like eight, I want to say like eight, eight or nine years, I want to say. Maybe eight. And then we moved to Virginia. So like the rest of like middle school, high school, college was all all Virginia. So that's where I pretty much grew up. But I'm culture, man. I look at myself as like gumbo. You know? Yeah, a little so, bit. Of yeah, that, how yeah. do you feel like that influences the the production the music? I think it helps me a lot. Like I get it honestly because I'm originally from the West Coast. My pops is from the Bay. My mom is from Seattle. So as far as West Coast music, that's just natural for me because I, I was born out there and my family is like that's where they're from. Were they but, playing that when you were a kid too? Yeah, for sure. My yeah. pops played like Tupac. They play. I was exposed to a lot of lot of different music like Hootie and the Blowfish. Just a lot of different sounds, cool. you know. But um, but yeah, West Coast roots honestly, and then also living in. The East Coast, you know, Boston, which is close to like New York, which is, you know, it was more, it was a hardcore sound, you know what I mean? So knowing about like the um, the Mob Deeps and like the uh, Eric B and Rakim's, you know, like more of the, or the, or the hardcore hip hop. But also when I moved to the South, to Virginia, it was like, I got the South, South elements too, like the trunk rattling and just like the Southern twang and, you know, so I think I get it. I get it. Um, I'm cultured, you know, I, I get it honestly. So that shit just... The the regionality mm-hmm. side of hip hop specifically, mm-hmm. I mean music too, but mm-hmm. hip hop specifically, exactly like hip hop. I mean that shit just fascinates me, man. Yeah, like how different, but yet you can like tie certain elements together. Yeah, and if people did move, mm-hmm. you can hear 
this side of them from mm-hmm. this region and mm-hmm. then like oh but then he's got the you know even yeah. with yeah. you know even with like will you're talking about how like he's got the laid back chill kind of west coast mm-hmm. influence but then he's like a little bit more trap maybe yeah, from the atlanta side of things yeah. mm-hmm. uh-huh. i just think that's just so cool. yeah man it's funny yeah. when you listen to beats uh, you know I'll, I'll catch myself being like oh it's cool like memphis beat or like oh nice houston beat you know mm-hmm. like oh that's got an old school new york kind of feel <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm always breaking it down by region mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah so with Will, I want to keep talking about this because mm-hmm. I think this is fascinating, right? Like the whole breaking an artist thing. I mm-hmm. mean, h- how is it going? Like, are you guys just making as much music as possible? Then you listen to it. Are you going in with a project in mind and making music for that? Like, h- how's the process yeah, so going? Yeah, like, so last year, man, I challenged him to make like 100 songs. Um, and he made about like 70 songs, 60 songs. So um, right now we're kind of just, um, we're gearing up for, because me and him haven't dropped our own, our latest project, like just our Will Hill Hollywood Code project, it's been a, it's been a little while. So next year we're definitely gonna do that, but right now we're kind of just in hibernation mode. I think he's gonna drop something um, soon, um, not fully produced by me. I think he's just gonna drop. Uh, he's just been dropping, you know. So I think he's gonna drop something soon. I want to say I got a couple on there, but the next Hollywood Code Will Hill project will come out fully produced my, by me will come out next year. So we're just in hibernation mode, man. We're just kind of cooking up, still working on music, still working on our uh, our own stuff. Um, and yeah, just cooking. But do you like, you know, say like, eh, like let's do better or is it just let's make as much as we can and then we'll sit down and, you know, kind of comb through it all or like so, what's the... Yeah, so recently what we did, like a couple months ago, he came to my crib and we made like, we made like five crazy references, right? So what I told him, I was like, man, this is what I learned from Cannon, because this is what Cannon told Jack. It was just like, man, like, just focus. If you make 10 songs, don't make another 10. Just focus on those 10 songs. Really make those the best songs you can make. So I remember Cannon told me that. That's what they did with Jack. And I was just like, I told Will that. I was like, you know what? For our next project, bro, when we did those five references, like, these references are crazy. Let's just focus on these references. Let's make these the best songs. Like, let's just focus on this one song this week. Let's go from the ad-libs to the concept to, I don't know, the bridge. Let's just focus on that. So, like, just being more, um, uh, for lack of a better, just being more intentional with the, with, 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 with the music. You Less know? ADD. <laughs> no, but bro, yeah. I fucking love this. This is yeah. how I, like, mm-hmm. once again, I'm the non-creative, so sometimes mm-hmm. my opinions get a little bit like, well, you never fucking made music. Like, shut the fuck up. But I'll say it. Like, the fact that people just make songs and then, like, think either it's done perfectly mm-hmm. or it's not being put out, yeah. that's so fucking stupid to me. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, why would you not listen to it and be like, Oh, that bar's dumb. Mm-hmm. Let's rewrite the hook yeah. to be this. Or hey, it's missing this. Yeah. Or even you on the production. Yeah. Let's rework the beat. Like yeah. let's try a new sample actually. Yeah. Let's slow yep. it down and re-record it. Mm-hmm. Let's whatever the fuck to mm-hmm. make it better. Mm-hmm. But like if you got it off and there was at least something to it. Once again, mm-hmm. I know every song maybe you don't want to just like stick with, but if you have mm-hmm. like an okay feeling about it and mm-hmm. you I think like giving it that chance to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. reach its fullest potential, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like a huge fan of that approach. Like th- that made me so happy hearing that because yeah, I, I, that's shit that I say, yeah. but I don't have an actual basis for knowing if that's like, you know, mm-hmm. good or yep. people even do yeah, that. It makes so much sense. Like when the vocals are laid down to me, that's when like the fun begins. Like how does the beat react to the vocals? How mm-hmm. do they more intertwined with each other, you know? How can we make yeah. this sound more like a song instead of yep. just these lyrics on top of this beat? Yeah, this time around, we're just, we're doing way more like post-production. Yes. You know, just way more post-production and um, 
really making it sound like a, a real good solid body of work for next year. So, but it also probably includes some like will re-recording some shit potentially, yeah, right? For so, hundred percent. So, like that's what I mean. It's like it's one thing yeah. where like the artist does the vocals, and then you guys as the producers and or mixers, right? Like get in and make this this whole like thing. But I'm even saying like. There's no chance that that was, ne- I mean, not no chance. Sometimes it might be your best take, the first take. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, yeah. creativity and yeah. like execution can Demo-itis. be. Demoitis. That's what yeah. it's called. Demoitis. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. But like for me, the odds that like you shouldn't re-record some things, like that yeah. sounds like, I know so many artists that just don't, that think that that's like blasphemy of like. I can't re like I can't get back in the get back mood. in the that's yeah. what get I'll back hear that in the mood. That's, yeah. that, that's that demoitis, man. But yeah, yeah, I, it, yeah. It's tough, but you know, get, we get through it. Yeah, through and it. I, and I feel like once again, everything is individual case basis, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's mm-hmm. like sometimes maybe that does actually like fuck it up more. Where it's like you should have just left. It's it. easy to go too far, you know. Yeah. With case that. by case, case by case. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, you mentioned, you know, learning some shit from Canon. Mm-hmm. And where was Jack Harlow in his career when you started interning there? So I was there uh, before Jack was even signed to Generation Now. Um, when I was interning for, for Main Streets and for Generation Now and those guys, I was around when, like, this was, like, after uh, Love is Rage is one. And this one, like, Uzi was doing tapes with... Uh, like a Gucci Man tape and a collab tape. But yeah, I was around there early, early Uzi, not before Lover's Rage, but, you know, a little bit after that. And then I was there, you know, when he dropped Lover's Rage too. Um, but that's when, like, Cardi was kind of first getting crazy and Pierre was pulling up on him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, when I was there, Jack wasn't there. Jack wasn't, he wasn't there just yet. And then when I was there, this one, Jack was, um, yeah, he was fresh. Like, I was, this was maybe like my last year, I want to say, of interning. But that's when I first met Jack. I met Jack when he uh he dropped his first project or not even yet. No, I I was in there before when he was working on it, like yeah. all that type of stuff, like Gazebo and like Dark Knight, like all that early stuff. So I was there then, and um yeah, Jack was just you know he was he was in there, he was cooking, he was uh working, trying to get better at his craft. So what did you learn from? Because honestly, they were trying to break Jack mm-hmm. similarly to maybe how you're treating the relationship with Will. So like, are you drawing any? Are you looking back at those times, being like, oh, the way that they were working with Jack, like. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could apply some of that like game. Did you learn something on like that side of things? Yeah, just is being consistent and locking in in the studio and um, putting out music. You know, you gotta you gotta build a um, you have to build a community. You know, um, our artists are brands. You know, so I feel like Jack has built his brand a hundred percent. And that Drum and Cannon, those guys, uh, those guys are legends in Lake, and you know those guys make they make they make superstars. So you know they know what they're doing. And Jack was consistent. He was in the studio working all the time and, you know, cranking out joints. By the way, can I shout out Drama for his insane run this year? Yeah, Drama's going crazy. Holy shout shit. Shout out Drama. <laughs> Bringing back the uh, pr- prolific Gangsta Grills yes, brand. Sir. With everyone. Yes, sir. It's going stupid. The and legend. I'm here for it. The legend. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Are there a few more we can, do, do you know if there's going to be more this year? Um, Have you heard any? I think any, there's a couple. Maybe. Anything in the rumor mill? <laughs> maybe, maybe soon. Maybe next. I'm just year. trying to get cold to like yeah, maybe the, next year. The yeah. gossip. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> you got one on "Come Home." The kids miss you. Jack's latest mm-hmm. project. Yep. What What's it been like to see the trajectory? Because you saw it like mm-hmm. early on, man. Yeah, like, has that yeah. been pretty wild to see like 
where he's gotten. It's just experience, you know. It's just, it's just it just goes to show you never know who's next, you know, that you're standing around. So it's just like, but they knew, man. They they saw something in Jack, and, and Jack is dope, you know. But so, be honest, did you see it? Um, like, and you know, it's, it's no shade to Jack, but like back then when you first saw him coming in, did you think that it was going to turn into what it's you know what it's become? It's optimistic. Yeah. You know? Um, optimistic. So you know, I feel like. Like I said those 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 guys are legends, so you know they they know how to um they know what they're doing, and I was optimistic, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah. There is something to be said for you know a team that's has a proven track record of breaking mm-hmm. artists. Like mm-hmm. they were in, he was in arguably the be- one of the best hands he could be in. Yeah, for you know launching a career. And Jack could he 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 could rap even like even in even back then. You know, like Dark Knight was like his flow on that was crazy. You mm-hmm. know, so um, I haven't even peeped like old Jack. I'm gonna be completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it a buck right here. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to pretend like I've heard it. It's not even like a lot, really. Yeah, you can dive into it's that. Like, it's probably like two or three. Yeah, um, that's tapes, wild. Mixtapes, yeah, that's mm-hmm. wild. So, mm-hmm. so you also interned for Aaron Reed. I did. So I want to tell you a funny story about Aaron Reed. Mm-hmm. That's my I, guy. I went to his Sweet Sixteen birthday. That joke, that the one on M- on MTV. It was supposed to be, I think. No, did it, it was. Air? Yeah, it was. Bro, no one ever sent me like the and episode in, in New York, right? No, this was in Atlanta. Are you sure? I swear, I went to it. I went to it. I thought Aaron. Oh. Let's hit him up it, about it. Nah, it was it was it was on. Uh, Yo, hit him up it about was. it and ask if he had an Atlanta one, maybe like before okay, that I didn't make. Up. It might have maybe, maybe the Atlanta one didn't make. It was the, the reshoot uh, exactly? I it was in New York. No, I definitely went to. Man, that was years ago. But, yeah, but he was. It definitely aired though. It definitely aired. I, okay. just, I, I just don't. I don't remember if it was in New York or. All right. Well, if you have that, like, if that's out there mm-hmm. and it was Atlanta, mm-hmm. can you get that for me? Get the. <laughs> can you get like the link to like wherever it is? I mean, like, we could look. Can we, we look, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely look yeah, at it. We could look that up. All it's right, called the sure. internet, my yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. Aaron, YouTube. Aaron Reed, Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh my god, because mm-hmm. I, I I like followed his, you know. His journey as a producer, mm-hmm. like yeah. recently, I was like, holy shit. Like, my friends were, because, you know, I was so far removed from him, mm-hmm. but he just, it was a huge thing. So, like, I just knew a friend that mm-hmm. knew a friend, I think, that knew, you know, whatever. It was yeah, like yeah. three times removed. Yeah. But man, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> That's but, a good dude right there. Um, okay. So, um, what's coming up for you? So, obviously, you mentioned, like, you know, you're excited about the Will Hill stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, anything else that you're allowed to talk about that's maybe already been announced or, like, you know, anything that you're most, um, I guess, pumped about for the rest of this year? We're coming into the end of 2022. Yeah. Um, I got a heater coming out uh, top of the year. I don't want to say with with who yet, but um, just trying to just, you know, stay cooking still, man. I You know, I just I try to be low-key and, like, you know, with my stuff, man. Try not to, like, because you don't want to speak about a placement and then it not come out, you know? So, Has that happened before? Um, nah, cause I won't. Well, nah, nah. He doesn't speak. Yeah, I try to just not, you know. Because <laughs> we've we've had someone. Yeah, it's th- happened. Well, yeah, I think it was Tane Runo who was supposed to have a Justin Bieber placement. Oh yeah, and he was like, "I'm fucking out of here, yeah, y'all. I got yeah. this Bieber placement." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it ends up getting leaked, but then never officially comes yeah, out. So yeah. he does have a Justin Bieber song. It's like mm-hmm. SoundCloud only but, or something. Yeah, or you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Like, no, it didn't get leaked by Bieber. Like a fan right. somehow hacker. like leaked it or some mm-hmm. like hacker. I don't know yeah. some crazy shit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I got this some- was back in like Bieber. Yeah. Like heyday of like fucked upness. Yeah, I got some. Uh, that's funny you said Justin Bieber. I've got some. Uh, some. Got some, some Biebs. 
I got some. St- I got. I'm, I'm just. I'm just speaking in general. Um, I got some some stuff out. Man. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it comes out. You know, so don't pull a Tane Runo we'll and like. See. Yeah, you know? we'll see. You don't know? think you're super. I mean, you're already out of here. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it's just funny. You guys had mentioned Justin Bieber. I've got some some stuff in the works with just a mm-hmm. couple of different artists. So okay, you know, we'll see. We'll wow. see what happens. Hopefully, all that stuff comes out. So I hope too, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the way that Tane was describing the story was so like sad and depressing because yeah. <laughs> he was like, yo, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. Get this B replacement. Yeah. And he was like, want, want, want. Yeah, like, that shit yeah. sucks. But, and then, yeah. and then none. But yeah, so you got, you got some more mm-hmm. heaters that you're excited about. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else? I just, I mean, it's, it's fourth quarter now, man. It's, it's the end of the year. So um, the industry is pretty much about to shut down in a couple of weeks. So yeah. Why does that happen? It's holidays, you know? Yeah, but like holidays are for every, like, why is the music uh, industry specifically, specifically just like movie? Fuck too. it. Like, there's, there's I mean, because music industry is always running, you know, it's like out of what 10 months is always, you know, it's always on go. So it's just like, okay, we, it's cool to get two months to just relax and, you know, unplug and be with your family and, you know, all that type of stuff. So, um, yeah, like I said, it, it's fourth quarter right now, bro. So I'm kind of really just creating. You know, just working on end of the year music and just kind of gearing up for uh, next year and just trying to go even even crazier next year. What yeah. about outside of the industry? You got like a bowling league you're, pi- you're piped up about or anything like nah, that? Nah, nah, no bowling so, league. I just, you know, you know, I just got back into golfing though. Ooh, yep. my God. Yo, y'all need to hit the yep. links. Henry yeah. is like an avid I just got, golfer. Yeah, I just got back into golfing, man. Did so. you get, just get back in when you turned 30? Uh, No. Cause that's what I did. I did you just put his age on blast. Oh, sorry about no, that. No, it's all I'm good. Just yeah, 30, 30, <laughs> he looked like yeah, 30, 30, yeah, he looked like 30s and 20. Man. It's all good. I played golf for my high school, and then I turned 20, and I didn't play for 10 years. Mm. I skipped my 20s. Why'd you stop? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. See, I played as a Why'd kid. Why'd you pick it up? So my 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 <laughs> pops, he's my pops. He's really good at golf. He's he's really good. But um, and social media. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and a lot of a lot of other things. Shout out my mother too. My mother is a um, she's an amazing painter. She was they featured on like Essence magazine, and we used to go to uh, Essence Music Festival as a kid. And my mom is just I just come from a creative family, you nice. know. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. But to answer your question, yeah, my pops he uh, he was a, he's a golfer, um, and he introduced me to it when I was younger. So when I was younger, I played it a little bit, um, but I was such, I was into like football. Like I really played football as a kid. So mm-hmm. like, I really like football and basketball. Um, and I didn't really like stay with golf, but now it's just like, man, I wish I would have kept playing golf. I right. played baseball too, but um, yeah, I, I just, in these recent years, man, I've been trying to get back into it. So my pops gave me some good clubs. I just got a bag, a bag, and I've been hitting the driving range, you know, over the past couple of weeks. So I played with my pops maybe a couple of weeks ago. I went to, um, we played like a little nine hole. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, you know, just get get better at, at, at the sport. The beautiful thing is, if you, you know, you get a group of friends you could play with, you could do this shit until you're like 70, 80 right. years old. And, and the thing about the uh, playing golf too, man, it's just like, that's a businessman sport, you know? A lot of deals get closed on the golf course. So it's, it's true. just like, you know, plus it's just good for networking. Like you may meet a cat who like, he might be the owner of some podcast, but he's about to lose it. And he wants one one more, you know, he, want, he wants y'all shit. You know what I mean? So not to mention the acceptable drinking and driving. Facts. And you, get, and, and you get to smoke some sticks too, smoke That's some right. cigars, you know? So I, right. I definitely I definitely like smoking cigars for sure. I yeah. feel like he's got the perfect, like, calm, cool, collected demeanor for golf, you know? There's, like, very few. I, actually, I don't know. Maybe some of the, like, more, like, popular ones are, like, 
fired up, like intense mm-hmm. people. But it's I feel not like John golf, Daly for sure. I feel like golf takes like a very like <laughs> like you know calm mm-hmm. guy, right? Because I mean, it's fucking frustrating, man. So yeah. like, is you versus the elements? Yeah, it's, yeah. And I'm always yourself. and I'm always in the water <laughs> or the rough. Yeah. yeah, it's fun though, man. And it's it's just fun being out on the course, like. You know, just being out there with nature. You it's know? my favorite feeling. Yeah, man. It feels good to be out there too. So It's so long. It's so many hours. You can play nine. Yeah, you can play a nine hole. I that's, just, like two, I, that's like yeah. two like two hours. Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, play a nine. I'm just a basketball guy, man. I I, I need I like I need like quick, fast-paced motion. We'll see you know? where you're at in five years, 10 years. No, I know. <laughs> Seriously, my body's already like feeling like it's giving up on me every time oh, I play man. pickup. Future golfer right here. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, I do want to ask this mm-hmm. and you know. Feel free not to answer, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. So there were some people that we know in your comment section when you were rocking the Prada bucket hat mm-hmm. saying like, bro, this guy's out of here, bro. He's got the Prada bucket hat on, bro. This dude is, <laughs> this dude is fucking rich, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Not yet, man. We, we, no, no, no. Have you me. gotten that big pub bag yet? Uh, yeah, I got, I got a nice pub okay. situation. What was the, what was the first, what was the first purchase? Um, or investment. Or that. I mean, you know. I definitely have a, a IRA, I mean that, IRA account, mm-hmm. um, but um, I mean that Prada bucket hat probably set you back a few months. You know, yeah, what the, the Prada the Prada was nice, um, <laughs> but I I, uh, I got I got a nice car, a good good okay, car. Okay, it was yeah, the good car, car for okay. myself. Yeah, okay so, for sure. Other than that, man, I try to. Um, yeah, we saw the Phantom parked outside. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy, <laughs> yeah. the all black joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I just Murdered put the, I, yeah, I just put the, the new rims on it yeah, too. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, here I it's thought it was. It's electric too. It's electric. No way. Crazy. I just saw an electric Mustang, and it was actually. Fire! Hey. <laughs> it looked, for real? I uh, yeah. Like my family friend pulled up to my parents' house. Oh, I was visiting with mm-hmm. with my son and this Ford Mustang electric vehicle. Yeah. That's apparently like their new thing. That's fire! It looks Everyone's so gonna be weird. Eventually. Yeah, facts. Oh, facts. absolutely, facts. for yeah. sure. Well, Cole, we've entered a final segment of the podcast. My okay. friend, H three, take us away. Hollywood Cole. What's the word? The word is the rapid fire rampage. The word is the rapid fire rampage. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's going to be a three-part rampage. I'll explain them as we go. Okay. Just starting off with some short answer questions. Are you buckled up? I'm ready. Okay. Locked and loaded. Gets pretty intense. All right, come on. <laughs> I'm ready. You can instantly become an expert at any instrument that you choose. Mm-hmm. What do you choose? Piano. What is your number one piece of advice for people just starting off making beats? Study. That goes for so many things, but continue. Just like fucking learn about yeah, you the thing learn. you're trying yeah, you to really do. You really got to study, man. Like... You got to study study the greats. You got to try to mimic their beats because that's how you get better. For sure. So, study. You can have dinner with one professional athlete, one professional musician, and mm-hmm. one professional actor. Who are they? Dead or alive? Alive. No, actually, there was no information given. Okay, I usually do include that. Let's let's go alive. Let's go. At, oh, okay. so one athlete, I would probably LeBron. Uh, one actor would be Will Smith, and what was the last one? Musician Quincy Jones. Fire dinner, crazy. Cole, if you were an app, uh huh, what would you be? Like a phone app? Mobile app, yeah, we'll go mobile. <laughs> if I was an app, what would I be? Oh, man. Hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. So, hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is an app that's already, I have to come up with a new app? No or further app information. Already, there's no further information. No further information. Oh, yet. man. Okay, if I was an app, what app would I be? 
I would be maps because you got to know where you're going. Damn, that's a bar. I thought he was going with Shazam for sure. Uh, nah. Yeah, that too. But because you still gotta know you're going to get to the music, and then when you get to the music, then, you know. So you got it. You got metaphorical maps. Yeah. The metaphorical yeah, maps yeah, yeah. was a fucking That's bar, a bro. Answer. Don't yeah. sleep on this guy's top maps. line. Maps. No wonder he's getting his songwriter back. <laughs> okay, but if you were an emoji, mm -hmm. which emoji would you be? I would be the emoji with the with the glasses on. I, I'm gonna give you two. I'll be the emoji with like the, the nerd with, with the teeth, nah with the, the, um, <laughs> with the shades on. Oh, with the, the cool shade, guy? Yeah, with the shades he goes on. with the nerd glasses. With the shades yeah. on or... Uh... Nah, I'll go with that. That's cool. Okay. Confidence. Yeah. This next one is a philosophical question. Okay. And I really want to understand your answer to this because mm -hmm. it's a it's hot topic on a lot of people's minds. Okay. Is water wet? Yeah, water's wet. It's interesting. It's pretty split on that one. He yeah. seemed disgusted at you for asking. <laughs> yeah, water's wet. You'd be surprised some of those answers. Anyway... If you could party with any mm -hmm. fictional character, who would it be? If I could party with any fictional character, I would party with my boys from The Sandlot, the movie. Which one? So many great characters. Some underage, underage drinking yes, going to yes, be going Squ on. Yeah, Squince is, Squince is hilarious. I'd probably party with Squince and uh, Ham. Oh, ham, yeah. But like grown up, right? You're not getting like. No, we would yeah, chill with taking the shots with nah, the 12 year old kids. Nah, nah, nah. We older. Older. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they're so, grown up. Just yeah, think about true. them growing up like them as kids, but like grown up. Perfect. Perfect. Like Squints and Ham. Come on, that's a ball. That would be Yeah. Hard. You know what I mean? Love the Sandlot. Classic. That's what, like one of my favorite movies. Me too, man. Classic. I'm going to go watch that tonight. <laughs> Classic. Cole, you must get rid of three states. Which states do you get rid of? Um, states, I would get rid of probably like South Dakota. Gone. Um, maybe like North Dakota. Gone. And, uh, Fuck you, Dakotas. Maybe like Wisconsin. Probably get Man, rid of Wisconsin. The Midwest just took a hit. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> America will be fine. Y'all not you're not you're not from you're not from there. Huh? No, uh, oh, okay, okay. He does kind of look said, like well, he, he said does we'll be like fine, he's from Wisconsin. So I'm just, I'm saying, yeah, America will be fine gotcha. without those states. Gotcha. I, I like gotcha. your picks. He does drag me as like a Wisconsin, you know what I mean? Wisconsin. Corn-fed boy. <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. You've been eating a lot of corn, Henry. Moving on. Cole, how many chickens would fit in a three-car garage? How many chickens? We'd probably fit like 500 chickens. Sounds reasonable. Last one of the short answer. What is your favorite curse word? Probably shit. Part one. Part shit. one. Great. Shit is very versatile. Shit, Shit is yeah. underrated, yeah. For sure. Shit. The 500 chickens in the in the three-car garage was quick and seems reasonable. Calculated, yeah. 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 Might go six or seven if you, like, pack them in. Anyway, moving on to the this or that, and give you two choices. Okay. You pick one. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Drake or Wayne? Wayne. Quantized or unquantized? Unquantized. Pop or R&B? R&B. Drums or melodies? Drums. Drums or flats? Flats. Robots or aliens? Robots. Chicken nuggets or hot dogs? Chicken nuggets. Only be able to listen to your 10 favorite albums for the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. Or never listen to your favorite 10 albums ever again? 10 albums. Keeping your faves? Yeah. Never cut any hair again. Or give up showers, but baths are acceptable. 
Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, wait. What? Say it again. Never cut any hair again anywhere. Never cut any of my hair. Just wolf man. Just wolf, right? <laughs> All the way. Wolf, wolf man, okay. Yep. Or, or you can you have to give up showers, but you may still take baths. So everything is oh, a bath. I'll give I'll give up give up the shower and I'll take a bath. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You yeah. should you, you should have said like give up cleaning of yourself. Yeah. Can I do the rampage? All right. I'm just saying Listen, baths aren't like this of, terrible, terrible I thing. I test yeah. questions. We see how they do. I adjust. Well, okay. Let's get, I have rid a method. let's get rid of that one. I have a method to this. <laughs> let's nix that one from the next one. Mildly allergic to dust or aggressively allergic to pollen? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I got allergies, allergies too. Oh. <laughs> I would probably be mildly allergic to this. A f- ride a fast scooter or a slow car? Fast scooter. And finally, get a face tat of a poodle or... <laughs> God, there can't be anything Wow, a poodle. <laughs> I don't know, you seem like a poodle kind of guy, Cole. Nah. <laughs> or pay an extra 10000 in taxes every year for life. Now I'm paying that extra ten. <laughs> No, no face tap poodle for nah, him. I'm good on the face tap. I'm confident in myself. We gonna, we gonna pay that ten wop part two. We gonna pay the ten ski. If he didn't have the pub bag, it might have been a different answer. No face tap over the guy. Do you have any tattoos? Nah, okay. no tattoos. That'd be a hell of a first one. Yeah, yeah, that would be crazy. Just the <laughs> yeah. whole he'd, side, right? He really, he <laughs> really set the bar. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm good on that. Last part of the rampage is the word association. I'm gonna fire one word at you. Mm-hmm. Just fire one word, maybe two words. Okay. First thought off the top of your head, right back. Okay, in. bet. Let's get Here it. We go. Let's get it. Starting with, as always, hip hop. Dilla. Soap. Clean. Toy. Fun. Bank. Cheddar. Boring. Not boring. I like that. Prison. Bad times. Lemon pepper. Wings. W. E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y, Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. Op. Feds. Pancake. Syrup. Hot tub. Top machine. Lil. Uzi. Bitcoin. NFTs. OnlyFans. Strippers. Podcast. Dope shit. One more time. Was the correct answer. <laughs> got you. Oh, right, right. You can save it on this last one. We see right. how it is, Cole. I got you. you I got save, you. You can save it on oh, the last one. Oh, my man, man. <laughs> let's, was... just, let's just run it back, Henry. Let's just. Come let's on. just. Yep. Let's try, let's try again, Cole. Come on. Podcast. One more time. Ah, oh, nice one, Cole. One I never would have thought One more of time. That. One more time. And finally, around. Around here. What a rampage. What a rampage. Hollywood Cole, we appreciate you coming on for a dope interview, my man. As always, please like, comment, subscribe. And until next time, Henry, what are we doing? Leaving. We're getting out of here. Bye-bye. Peace.